why you need a personal health record. The U.S. healthcare system is phenomenal. Doctors and hospitals use such advanced technology, there's no real need for patients to care about their medical records, right? Guess again. Everyone needs a copy of his own personal health record. And if he's the caregiver for an aging parent or a disabled child, he should also help create one to meet their needs. If the person in need of care is of legal age and has the mental capacity to make his own decisions, consent must be given to access his private health records. The days of an entire family seeing the neighborhood doctor and friend for 20 or 30 years are behind us. In fact, based on which company offers your employer the best rates and benefits, your employer-sponsored health insurance company can change regularly. When you start getting comfortable with your current doctor, you may have to make a decision. If your current doctor does not participate in your new health insurance plan, you can pay out of pocket, which can be very pricey, or you can switch to a doctor in the plan, so to speak. The doctor you may have seen for several years, the one who has been with you through myriad medical issues may be unavailable with your new plan. A new medical record will be generated with each appointment to see a new doctor, whether a primary care doctor or a specialist. If your new physician doesn't have valuable information from prior doctors, she and you may start off at a significant disadvantage. Why risk it? After all, your previous diagnoses, diagnostic test results, hospital records, cancer screenings, and more are in some computer database or perhaps in a paper chart somewhere, aren't they? No, not necessarily. Doctors and hospitals are not required to keep medical records indefinitely, even vital ones. Lab results, CAT scans, and everything else in your record can be obliterated legally after a certain period. Local laws may require medical records to be kept for approximately 3 to 11 years. That's a vast range. But storing medical records in perpetuity could be prohibitive, especially for small medical practices. And let's say you can't remember the name of the last gastroenterologist you saw. How will you obtain the biopsy report that noted the type of polyp found on your last colonoscopy? You never want to find yourself in that situation. Some polyps significantly increase your risk of colon cancer, while others do not. Suppose you've had certain diagnostic tests in the recent past. In that case, they probably don't need to be repeated unless you are not readily able to get them, but desperately need them for the diagnostic evaluation of your current doctor. And since some tests are expensive and come with health risks, you don't want to repeat tests simply because your new doctor doesn't have quick access to prior records and needs information quickly. So the paper trail begins. Once you sign a release of records form, your doctor's office can send it to prior doctors by whatever means they choose, including fax or mail. Then you wait. While some offices have the manpower to immediately fax patients' records to the requesting physicians, others may not. As a result, the request for records could go in a big to-do stack. In addition, if the request goes out by snail mail, your wait could be extended. Fortunately, many doctors have electronic health records, which interface 
with large medical systems allowing instant access to at least some of your prior documents. But don't count on that. Most doctors don't have that technology. And you should develop a personal copy of your health records and include, at a bare minimum, the following. Number one, emergency contact information. Number two, insurance information. Number three, chronic medical diagnoses such as diabetes. Number four, a list of your medications including dosage and frequency. Number five, medication allergies. Number six, family history. Number seven, prior surgeries. Number eight, hospitalizations. Number nine, abnormal diagnostic test results. Number 10, list of prior doctors. Number 11, immunizations. Number 12, advanced care planning, such as advanced directives. Organize your records concisely, such as with a three-ring binder and tabs, and keep a list of your medical diagnoses, allergies, and medications in your wallet. You never know when you may end up in the emergency room unexpectedly. Patient portals and apps can be highly effective means of medical record keeping. Yet, if you lose access to the portal when your insurance changes, that won't do you any good. If you lose your cell phone, the app may be useless. Sometimes it's worthwhile to supplement technology with the basics. This is one of those times.